so I make music so they can like feel it so yeah I'm just self-made geo like my kid that that just make music for people to listen to and relate to Like uh like rap wise and from the YouTube, I'm David YouTube. Oh. Um, yeah, and then also uh like uh it's it's a kid on Joseph's team, the cover team, mm. and he knows me like from my rap. Like he he came up to me when I went on to watch your the team, game. Me? No, on, on oh the Wolverines. Yeah. Oh, we don't mention them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, like I was confused at first but he was like oh he knows my, my rap music that's pretty cool uh, yeah so that's cool that so yeah I remember so I'm not a famous rapper or YouTube star but I remember when kids started coming up to me because of my coaching uh-huh. that makes me feel uncomfortable uncomfortable yeah I don't like I, I'm not uncomfortable but it, like I, I like it like I like, like the it? support yeah oh the support yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a back I'm a background person, so uh-huh. that that kind of they make me uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Time, no, even my friends. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I used to write. I used to have a website, and I, I had a blog on the website that people read. It was popular for a while. Got uh-huh. a lot of hits. And the one time, the first time I got recognized in Wilson, North Carolina, for it, like by somebody in my town, I was in the ER. Mm having something very personal examined and the nurse <laughs> wow <laughs> yep this looks great but let me tell you you're I know I know I know you from somewhere she had also uh, attended one of my Zumba classes that's all that's wow okay mm-hmm. yeah so there you go there's my input no, 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 How I deal with the shit I seen Your niggas make believe Paranoid don't come around me Just let me be Nappy head dark niggas they think I'm a thug Just because I suck my pants with nigga I don't give a fuck Times I'm feeling hurt and I just feel like giving up Gotta make it for my mama, I'm a youngin' coming up Heart going black and I got blood in my eyes I was taught to be a soldier, can't remember when I cried It took my nigga life, get on my knees, start asking why I don't want no fake love and all that poster when I die, no, no Hold on, I'ma slow it down and be like Welcome to Season 3, Episode 2 of the Strongly Worded Podcast I am Sue O'Lear And I am Johnny Hampton 
and we are coming at you live from the dining room studio on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, very exciting, special episode for you today. I am looking across the table at uh, one of my favorite humans on the planet. If you have been listening since season one, you have already heard some of his music. Um, you have heard me refer to my bonus kid. This young man has been living with us and a part of our family for about a year. Is that? Yeah. Is that how you recall it? Yes. About a year. Um, and if you know his music, then you know self-made Geo. Hi, welcome to the show, Geo. Hello. How are you? Good. I'm so happy that you're on the show with us today. We've been uh excited since you said yes the other day and talking about bringing you on to talk about it so this season season three our theme is family and we are talking to people uh with all different views and experiences on family um johnny and i have shared some of our own stories about family and one way that i've learned a little bit about you and your family besides our talks uh, is through the lyrics of your music, which are very raw and honest and, I think, powerful. Uh-huh. So we thought you would be a fantastic guest to come and talk with us today. Johnny and I are also sharing a microphone today, and we're trying to get the hang of it. <laughs> we have the hang of it. I've taken the direction. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd just like to say that my eldest child is very excited about this episode, because apparently... She listens to Gio's music, which I found out today. Not excited about any of the other episodes, apparently. Well, <laughs> just, just this one. Maybe the one she'll be in. Yeah. All right, Gio. So let's just warm up a little bit. First off, why don't you tell me, uh, tell me a little bit about how you came to make music? Um, actually, my older brother made music, and I didn't make music, and I would just like watch him all the time make it and then one day I was just like I want to try and like but I changed like completely like my old style was like like maniac music right maniac music do you know what maniac music is like I don't know like just like just like off like topic of like the realness Mm -hmm. like it was like cat like it was like lies and all that so you were uh being a gangster even though you weren't like that like that type of music like most real rappers yeah like I made that type of music (laughs) and then uh, I think I I just started going through something and I just changed uh, the the music type and then I just went from there and it was actually good so I just kept going like with that type of music and then now I'm trying like stuff new like all around like like turn up songs like all type of songs like all type of genres but yeah Mm -hmm. and so I read your lyrics and I think they read like poetry. Uh-huh. Tell me about the process of writing for you. Uh, I just like when I write songs, it's however I'm feeling in that moment. Like if I'm like happy, I'll make like a lit song, or if I'm like thinking of something, I'll like put it all in the music and like just write about it. And is it? And does it come off the top of your head? Do you sit down with a pen and paper? Like, what's your process? No, like, I use my phone, like, the notes in my phone. And I'll just, uh, like, I'll just think of it, like, off the top of my head. Like, about the, like, I'll think of rhymes, like, that all go together. Mm-hmm. And then relate to it. And then, yeah. 
Now, when you're writing music, do you have the beats first, or you just write in the lyrics and then you decide what to put it with? Nah, it's sometimes like sometimes I'll uh, find the beat first, and then sometimes like I'll just think of something off my head and then look for a beat and then make it all like rhyme. But usually, most of the time, it's uh, I get a beat first and then right to the beat. Yeah, see, I always think musicians are among the most talented people because to make a song out of your head is extremely hard to me. Like, how do you decide? So, you know, I, I listen to all your music. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Hampton House, except for my wife. She's old now. <laughs> she's, she's old school. She don't want to listen to this new rap. Uh-huh. But everyone and I, my son, I would see my daughter, now me. How do you decide what melody... Because you have what I would call melodic rap. Uh, yeah. How do you decide what melody goes with that beat? Um, How do you hear it even? I, I don't know. It's just like, it just comes to me. Like, it, it'll just come to my head. Like, any, like, thing I could think of. Like, usually I would, like, hum to it. Like, I would hum to the beat. And then, like, any type of, like, sound I would like, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to use this. And then I'll just write to it. And then I'll flow to that. Like, you get it. Yeah, do you realize, though, what a talent that is? Yeah. Like, do you, like, because, you know, knowing you, 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 you're pretty soft-spoken and stuff like that. Do you realize, like, how difficult that is to do mm-hmm. to a normal person like me? Yeah, uh, yeah, I get it. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people say, like, they can never do it and all that. But never. If you, if, you, if, you, if you put your mind to it, you could think of something. I'm going to tell you I could put my mind to it. It would not sound like that. <laughs> Have you studied music at all, Gio? Uh, study? Uh, not really. Like I know like uh, like rap over the years, like that type of study, but like me, like like about all the instruments and all that, Like I don't really study that. You don't play an instrument either? Do you mm-hmm. read music? Well, I used to uh, play a, a guitar mm-hmm. and piano. And I lived in Colorado, but I don't really know how to do all that no more. No. So um, you said when you lived in Colorado, this you know our season right now is talking about family. Tell me a little bit about your family, where you come from. Uh, well, I'm born in Brooklyn, and then oh. I moved. I moved to Florida, and then uh, moved to Colorado for like two years, and then came back to Florida, and then now I'm here. I've been here for like seven years eight years something like that mm-hmm. and your family consists of uh my mom and my brother in the household my mom and my brother yeah what part of brooklyn were you born in uh east new york so listen man did you ever tell my wife you're from brooklyn nah oh you need to man you get extra extra cookies extra <laughs> everything you get extra she's, chocolate she, she's really? from brooklyn man. really what part she is from flatbush mm. yeah yeah no, that's see bad. that explains a lot right mm. let me tell you <laughs> And so, um, why, what made you guys leave Brooklyn? What, what was the uh, interest to come down here? Uh, I think my mom just wanted to, like, get away. Like, I guess during that time period, I guess it was, like, violent where we were at. And she just wanted to get away. So we came to Florida. Mm-hmm. Did you have people down here? Uh, yeah. Like, so, some people on my mom's side was down here already. Like, that's why we got the idea of coming down here. Because they said to come down here. Like, so we came to Palm Coast. So... You have mentioned your mom and your brother. You don't live with your dad. Uh-uh. Do you have a relationship with him? Uh-uh. No. <laughs> uh, he left when I was like six or something like that. So I've talked to him like probably like twice since then. Since you were six? 
talk to him I don't really like him either to be honest but yeah how do you not like him if you haven't talked to him in all this time I don't know I'm just you don't like what he did yeah I'm just angry at him that makes sense yeah as he says this you got Jill he's like I'm just angry and he looks like the calmest person on earth (laughs) (laughs) he's he's smiling as he says that Mm -hmm. but I understand that Six years old, that's 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 a long time. Right. Yeah. So he's come up in some of your lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> so your feelings about him still bubble right under the surface. Yeah. I still think about it. Yeah. Tell me about that. What do you think? Um I don't know, I just think like how if if life would be different, like if he was still like here and all that. So I just will put it in my lyrics, like about how I think about it, like how I feel about him and all that. Have you had other men or male role models, strong male figures in your life looking out for you? Uh, well, I, my mom's boyfriend, but that's like, I, I wasn't really like under his, like I wasn't, he wasn't my role model basically. Mm-hmm. So that was like on paper he was supposed to be, but you guys don't really have a relationship. Yeah, yeah, I don't really, yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that definitely comes through so much of your music is your feelings for your mom. Uh-huh. Tell me about that. Yeah, like, I love my mom. Like, that's my everything. Like, she played, like, mom and dad, mm-hmm. you know, so I treat her, like, with the most love. Mm-hmm. And we were real close. I don't know her really well, but I know every every exchange I've ever had with her, that feeling is so mutual. She lights up when she talks about you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, we're close. Mm-hmm. So you tell me about your Colorado experience. How did you come to move out there? Um, actually, my brother was was getting into some stuff, like oh, by himself, and so I guess uh, my mom wanted me to like not be involved in that either. So uh, I went to Colorado with a close member of the family, like they're basically family, and I went to live with them for like two years. And then when all this stuff was over, I came back. How old were you when you were out there? Uh, like 11, 11 and 12. Mm-hmm. So you have some fond memories of that time? Or what was that like for you? Um, it was, It's different in Florida. Like, it's cold and all that. Like, it's a whole <laughs> type of different uh-huh. place in Florida. But I liked it. How about in people's heads? What, were people different? Um, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, Colorado, when you think of, Col- when I think of Colorado, I think of that, uh, I mean, I think of kind of that hippie, laid back, <laughs> pot smoking, you know, skiing uh-huh. kind of vibe. It was like, vibe. I don't know where exactly you were, but. Yeah, it was, it was like, uh, I was kind of like out the way, like it was a lot of like country area, mm-hmm. like it, it wasn't really the, it, it wasn't really busy, like where I was at. Mm-hmm. So it was like a lot. Is anywhere in Colorado busy? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I did go skiing up there though. It was, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. And so, did you? Was it a diverse area? Did you have other black friends? Uh, nah. I was, was it like, a, a white family or a black family? It was white, yeah. And it was like the area I was in. It was like I didn't have no other people of my color. It was like all whites. I don't want any 
Colorado State just the wrong way. But I'm so shocked that there were no, no black people yeah. in Colorado. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. On the slopes? Yeah, I didn't see any. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, did you, did that, how, what was that like for you? I mean, I mean, did you notice it as a thing? Or? Yeah, like, I was, uh, I was young. And, like, the school I went to, it was, uh, it was, like, a private school or something like that. <laughs> And it was like I was the only I was like the only African American like that went to that school, and I was like eleven at the time. So I thought like at, when I went like eleven and I walk in somewhere like that, and then like I don't see any of those. Like I felt like uncomfortable, but like I felt welcoming at the same time. Like they were they were welcoming at the same time. So yeah. Do you still have any friends from there? Uh, I used to have a lot of friends from there, but I don't really talk to no one. Well, I have one friend from there that I still talk to. But, yeah. All right. So, tell when did you write your first song? Uh, I've only been rapping for like two years, probably. Like, yeah, about two years. Well, really taking it serious, probably like a year, mm-hmm. like a year and a half. So, what did you do with if you didn't if you weren't writing and making music before then? What were you doing with the those emotions that eventually came out in uh, your music? I was just like angry. Like music was like my way, like of getting away, like, like when I was going through something, like instead of me like striking out of anger or something like that, I would just write it, and then that's when I just started writing music. Yeah, that's how it worked out. They always say you never know what people are going through. Now, I didn't know Jill. Um, I used to see him at the before the basketball game shooting around on the court when he wasn't supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) And then Matt would tell me, "Get those kids off the (laughs) court." And so, but you always look super happy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, you don't ever look like you're going through stuff. Uh-huh. And so, I remember how I found out about the music was just by me wishing you a happy birthday. Uh-huh. And I, I think I saw it on, on your Instagram. Uh, yeah, my Instagram. I was like, oh, okay, let me, let me listen to this. Thinking it was going to be terrible, I got to be honest with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. my God. Because there's some other people who rap in Palm Coast who shall remain nameless. I do not like their music. <laughs> Yours is the best. Appreciate it. Yeah, so... But then I listened to it, and I was like, oh, these lyrics are pretty deep. Uh-huh. And then, you know, so that is what introduced me to that side of it. I didn't know anything about it. Uh-huh. Not as much, you know. Yeah, like, I'm, yeah, I don't really, like, show it. Like, I, I usually keep it all, all that stuff in. Like, you I know, that's really, not healthy, right? Yeah, I know. Oh, I'm just saying. That's why I, I got music. Well, you need to, you should, you should have a diary or something. Do you have one? Nah. You should. Just, that's just my suggestion. You don't have to. <laughs> but nah, it would be good. You know, you put everything in your phone. Get a diary. Write stuff down. Mm-hmm. Then you have a whole lip book. All right. Mm-hmm. So, you live here. You want to talk about how you came to live with us? Uh, Sure. So, um, well, I was living with... uh, I was living with my mom at first. And then... uh. Uh, something happened with me and my stepdad over there and then I got kicked out or whatever and then I moved in with David the YouTuber and uh also a guest on our show at one time yeah mm-hmm. and then uh got into it with him one night and then got kicked out again and then uh then Joseph my friend Joseph um I was talking to him about it and then he was like, oh, like I can ask if you can stay for the weekend or something like that. And then he did. And then I'm still here. 
And that's one long weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a year long weekend. Yeah. So, when Joseph, see, I hate staying at people's house. That's one thing about me. Even if it's like a blood relative, mm. I, I will go to a hotel. My mind, mm. why are we spending this money? I need to be comfortable. <laughs> so, when Joseph asked you that, are you like cool or are you like worried about it? I Did was, you even know his parents that well? Uh, no, I didn't know his parents. <laughs> well, I was uh, happy because like I had a place to go. Like I didn't know what I was going to do. So, I was happy with that grateful and, for that and did you think like i'm gonna be here for a year Nah, i thought it was gonna be like for that weekend and then i was gonna have to figure out something else and now i'm the moderator and i will ask you so when geo gets here for the weekend are you like well this kid is he staying for a weekend and we gotta find him somewhere to go no i already know the answer to that because i know sue <laughs> you're, you're gonna be really surprised <laughs> i already know her but she cannot ask herself the question so mm-hmm. Sorry, listeners, this, this is not the normal <laughs> the normal way these things go. But so he comes for the weekend, and you see him, and you think what? Well, I never really thought he was just coming for the weekend. Yeah, Joseph told me that you were, you know, that you had kind of been couch surfing a little. And he uh-huh. didn't give me, I don't think he told me anything that you wouldn't have wanted me to know right off the bat. But uh-huh. he... You know, I had heard your name, and I knew you had been hanging out with him a long time, and he said that you had been, once he told me that you weren't living at home, uh-huh. I said, well, everything was shutting down, right? It was after, right. it was around or after spring break, and, yeah. and that your mom had, they had moved. Uh-huh. Yeah, moved to Daytona. Yeah, so I think, I think we let you believe for a minute it was for the weekend so that you didn't feel any pressure, like you uh-huh. could decide if you were comfortable here or whatever. Uh-huh. But I think that we knew right off the bat that we were going to invite you to stay. And right? I'm grateful for that, so yeah. set up your room, and I smothered you a little with yeah. check-ins and hugs and texts and uh-huh. whatever. But we just, I think from the beginning, we just set a couple ground rules, right? Yeah. Right? About, uh, you know, as long as you're going to school. Uh-huh. Yeah. Being productive. Yep. Yeah. And that was has never, ever been an issue. You've always been productive. Uh-huh. So. so I don't know how how quickly you felt comfortable here, but we knew, like Joe and I and Joseph and Carolyn knew that we weren't going to ask you to leave. And that was my next question. So uh, when I come over here, I always tell Sue and Joe that they remind me of my family. Like me and my mom and dad were really, really close. Uh-huh. I was an only child. There was just the three of us. They had me young. So we were like in this bubble. And over here, it's like the same way. Uh-huh. They're like they are a really close family. Uh-huh. Now you step into that, and you know, <laughs> Sue is all love all the time, uh-huh. right? She's all love all the time. Uh-huh. Does that overwhelm you, being that you've been couch surfing for a while, and like, did that make you feel uncomfortable? Did it take a while to be like, man, these these people really love me? No, like, at, oh, at first, like, I wasn't used to it, so I was like, I wasn't uncomfortable, but I wasn't like comfortable at the same time and then like eventually over time like I got comfortable with it now the fact that you you know you got into it with your stepfather had to leave uh-huh. got into it with the youtuber and then you had to leave like did you think did you tiptoe around here thinking man if I leave a dirty dish I might have to be <laughs> somebody else's couch yeah mm-hmm. like it, it was like uh, it was it was like, like I don't want to do anything wrong like none of that you know but I knew that by the way. 
<laughs> because that's how I would feel, mm-hmm. you know, in that situation. So you tiptoed, from, and now you just want to regular kids for leaving dirty dishes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe we need Joe out here. <laughs> but we've, you know, we've talked about that a little because I haven't ever wanted him to feel like company, even though uh-huh. it was probably hard not to in the beginning, uh-huh. you know. But I have reached out to Johnny a couple of times when I've noticed you do things in there to make the room your own. Like when you hung up the posters. Uh-huh. Texted Johnny, he's hanging the posters. That's <laughs> 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 good. Yeah. And I've had, especially in the beginning, but uh, throughout the time, I've had some really great conversations with your mom because I think she has been able to rest a little easier yeah. knowing that you have one place. Right. You know, where and you have your own space yeah. in that place. You can close your own door. You can have your own, you know, right. time. And that um, she said that her biggest concern for you through all of that was that you were safe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that was, once she said that to me before we made this official, that was always my intention was to make you feel like you were safe. Uh-huh. Yeah. I feel mm-hmm. safe, so it worked out. And you were the dog's favorite yeah. person in the house now. <laughs> Is that right? It's true. It's true. Yeah. They'll come up, he'll sit on the couch, and they'll come lean on him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They're always trying to get in his room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've had a couple of things, though, that have happened this year that have not tested that safety, but I don't know if you want to talk about yeah. this or not, but I remember that time you called uh-huh. me when you guys got pulled over? Yeah. It was your first... Um. Yeah, uh, I think... Yeah, I think uh, the first time uh, was uh, I was going to Walmart. Yeah, I was going to the store with my friend, and then uh, in a car. you were driving. Yeah, well, you weren't driving. No, I wasn't driving, but yeah, my friend was, and then we got pulled over. And for for what? Um, cause he didn't have his headlights on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just gonna be blunt. It's about the scariest phone call for me to get. Uh-huh. When you know my black bonus kid is calling me, mm-hmm. pulled over. Yeah. You know, and and I could almost see the, like the lights flashing uh-huh. when we're talking. You know. All right. And uh-huh. I think I got there in about point two seconds yeah. to make sure everything was okay. Yeah. Now, how did you feel when you got pulled over? Um, uh, I was uh I was nervous because I didn't know like what was going on. Dri- driver is black or what? Black. Ooh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, he didn't have his headlights on. And then uh, it definitely got nerve-wracking when they told us to uh, step out. And then they started searching us, like, all over. And, 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 and you know what's funny? That is illegal. <laughs> you don't have to step out the car unless they run something and you got some kind of open warrants. Uh-huh. Or people who listen who are uh, law enforcement people can chime in in the comments but if it's just a normal pullover and they run his license and he's fine they give you a ticket you get on the way uh-huh. uh, I got pulled over once a friend of mine didn't tell me he had a suspended license we were driving from New York we were in Georgia oh Jesus and they pulled us over like right before the Florida state line and so they ran his license you know he's got a suspended license to make him get out the car and he's like we would like to search the vehicle and I was like nah uh-huh. and they were like what I will meet you at the prison, at the jail, where I will bail him out. You will not search on I didn't have anything in there. Right. Uh-huh. The county. <laughs> right. I didn't have anything in there, but they wasn't going to... I'm not giving them the chance. Right. 
right, oh, yeah. look at this, what I found. Nah, you dropped that. All right. Now, yeah. y'all just stay out. And I told him, I said, you have a, you, you think you have a warrant? You got probable cause to do this? Or he just got a suspended license. He shouldn't be driving because it's my car. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's driving my car. So, just so you know for the next time. But, you know, comply. Yeah. <laughs> do the best you can. All right. It was, it was a, it was, it was a, a nerve-wracking, I think, for both of us. Yeah. And I bet it was hard for you to, I, well, I don't know, maybe it wasn't. I hope it wasn't, but it was probably hard for you to call me. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was nervous about that, <laughs> for sure. And then I was scared for us to tell your mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they ended up, I mean, I, I guess, you know, I, I was just right now years old when I found out that they patted you down. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell me that that night. Yeah, probably would have said something similar. Mm-hmm. It's illegal. Yeah, so we've had we've had a couple of things like that that, and and we've gotten through whatever things we've had. I think right. pretty quickly and efficiently and yeah. easily because, like with Joseph and Carolyn, I just always, always, always encourage you to talk to us. To mm-hmm. always, to to not when something like that happens, to not be afraid to call us, but to want to call us. Like right. we need to be the first people you reach out to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so part of the reason that you wanted to stay up here also was you wanted to finish your last year of school. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about this process because you, you, you had some issues. Like some of the, you know, it's easy to sort of talk about how you couch surfed a little or had to stay here or there, but you're a high school student. And yeah. Like, you know, before music and not having this outlet, some of what happened, and we don't, we can, we don't have to get in any more detail than you want to share, but it, it involved... Uh, school not going so well for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. When when all that stuff was happening, like I I stopped caring about school. Really, like I wasn't worried about school. And then uh, when I finally found a place, I got back into school. And then uh, it was tough. Like I had to do like thirteen classes. Like in my last year, like because I'm a senior, so I had to do like thirteen classes this year. And like six seven months in order to finish school and graduate and it's crazy because like hey i wanted to do it because out of all my mom has four boys so uh and all of them didn't graduate high school like i would be the only one and i'm the baby so i wanted to do that you know make her proud so and then i did it and now i only have like one one class left and like yeah so i'm graduating high school you are graduating high school on yeah. June second, and if there's one thing, if there's really one thing that we have ever had disagreements about, it's just that, you yeah. know, because it's it's yeah. tough to stay that focused in right. that short period of time, and when some of your friends are not in that situation, right. it's really difficult, I think, for anybody, but especially a teenager, mm-hmm. you know, to be able on their own to say, no, I can't do that right now. I need to work at school. Right. Right. Yeah, I was like. I was stressed out in the beginning, like, I was so stressed. I, I didn't know, like, if I was going to be able to do that. And and we were still at home. We were still on lockdown. I think that mm-hmm. was probably stressful, too, not yeah. having the structure of mm-hmm. going going to school every day. Right. Yeah, and it was, like, because, uh, like, usually kids are, they doing, like, five classes a year. Like, I'm doing 13. Like, that's a lot. But Well, Jill, you had to do 13 classes because you earned it. Uh-huh. Right, but I love everything about that, and I'm glad you're doing it for your mom. But I hope some piece of you is also doing it for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, like you know, for sure. And I know you got big dreams after high school. So that's what I. That's what I came here to talk to you about mm-hmm. today. 
Let's do it. What is going on after high school? What uh, you what you trying to do? After high school, I was trying to chase my dream, my, my rap, like my rap career, like okay, music dream. You got a blueprint for that? What does that look like? Uh, oh, I sound like Sue. Now, what does that what does that look? Like? <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, I was gonna uh, like after high school, like start working and like start stacking up money and to be able to like buy like studio time and the beats and all that. So. It all has to do with like. So how are you doing that now? That's another question I have. Uh, now, like I'm, I'm not really doing it. Who, but, but you have an album. Yeah. yeah Who I bought those beats? Me. Okay. Scraping. Yeah, and I did it. Okay. Yeah. And we have a deal that when you graduate, we're gonna bankroll some music for you. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that process. I mean, I know you and I personally have talked about it, but mm-hmm. so that our listeners know, like, what? Tell me what it takes for you to release one song. Uh, you gotta buy the. You gotta look for the beat. You gotta uh, write the lyrics, and then you gotta buy the beat. Uh, promotion, you know. Uh, so it's a lot to come with one song, like. And. Oh, I think the wind just opened our front door mm-hmm. in our fancy. I, I did mention we're in, a, in the dining room, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Um, and so, uh, and right now, you're basically working with one producer. Is that right? Um, no, like it, it's different producers, but I've gotten in contact with some producers, like three of them. Yeah, yeah. we have one that is the fiance of somebody that I worked with at Grand Haven that we, I told you we went to dinner, and he mm-hmm. had already, she had already put the bug in his ear about mm-hmm. it yeah that's cool and listen to your music before then so so do you want to perform like, do you want to get in front of people and perform yeah i've had a, i've had uh one performance so far it was at a uh our birthday party i think and was the caribbean restaurant yeah and i, and, and <laughs> I, and I, I see that yeah mm-hmm. and I, I performed there that was my first time so talk about that uh that was nerve-wracking like that was I was nervous. Like that was my first ever performance, you know. So I was nervous. I'm I'm in front of all these teenagers. Like I'm, I was nervous. You feel me? But I did it. So yeah, I. So this is gonna sound crazy, but this, I don't mean this in a negative way. I can't imagine it. You mm-hmm. are so, so. Full disclosure, in America. I coach Gio on the basketball team. The kid never talks. <laughs> you don't yell at no teammates. You know what? If you don't get in the game, you don't complain. You don't say anything. He's a, he's probably the only kid that doesn't talk. All these other, all these other little guys, these guys are talking my damn ears off. Mm-hmm. Can I get in the game? So I can't even imagine you on front in front of people doing that. But again, I can't like the music that you make. I couldn't even imagine that. Yeah. It's like a, a, a another personality yeah like the music will yeah bring that out like out of me yeah a whole nother yeah so now when you get older and you look back at the last two three years of your life you know from the couch surfing to the 13 classes staying here at the dining room studio <laughs> 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 like what are you going to remember the most um, probably like the like. What do you mean, like if I made it, like or if I like? Well, you're gonna just, make it. You're gonna graduate. Yeah. So you you already have ensured you're gonna make it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. So now what happens from then? A lot of things can happen from then, right? Uh-huh. But you've put in the work and the effort and the time uh-huh. to take those 13 classes that you keep right. talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you're going to make it now. And so what will you remember? Like, What do you think is the turning point that got you on track to make it? Uh, is it the call Joseph makes to his parents? Is it that fight? Because sometimes a negative thing uh-huh. can turn you around too. Right, yeah. Like, uh, it was probably um, probably the the incident that I got with David. Yeah, like that. Like, if it wasn't for that, I, I wouldn't... Like, if I was if I was still with him, like, I wouldn't lie. Like, I probably wouldn't, like, be in school right now. Like, I probably wouldn't be, like, or at least taking it serious like I am. Like, because we were doing, like, everything, like, but school, like... And he's not in school. Yeah, and he's out of school, so... Yeah, if I was still with him, I'm like, not gonna lie, I probably wouldn't even be in school. Yeah, so we gotta thank him for kicking you out and being a jerk. <laughs> you don't gotta say that. That's just me. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. So, um... I, I think we said in passing, but I want to confirm. You're going to let me play some of your music and uh-huh. mix some of it into the episode. Tell me what your favorite song is that you've released. Um, My favorite song, uh, On My Own. I actually like On My Own a lot. Like That's the one that we shared in season one. Uh-huh. My body got me thinking about my past. I want to get my mama all the she never had. We argue, I don't listen, leave the house and leave a sad. Shit, I had to learn myself because I ain't never had a dad. Um, into my shoes I can't trust her also I might come off very rude my niggas went on chases free my niggas on the nose all my niggas coming with me cause switching is no cool how you saying on my own last one yeah. yes. that's tell me about writing that song and, and what what it means to you actually uh writing that song I had a studio appointment scheduled for a time that day and we were running late and I didn't have a song written for it yet but I knew what beat I wanted to use like we knew what beat and everything so like actually like on the way there and while I was there I was still writing like that song are you kidding me right now yeah like we talking about the same song my song mm-hmm. the one I like oh my goodness you wrote that in how many minutes uh probably that the, the car wire was like probably like 25 minutes so yeah you know what that tells me that you have a lot to say mm-hmm. you have a lot going on inside that you need to get out uh-huh. if so. you can do that like that yeah what am I doing with my life <laughs> <laughs> so you wrote that hook because the hook is the hook yeah that's that's what grabs that's what grabs uh-huh. you when I hear the song you wrote that in 25 minutes yeah that I, the, the song you're talking about is uh, Like Me or Not that's so that song not on my own yeah that, don't tell me you wrote that in 25 minutes the the like me or not song uh i actually wrote that at, that was it was like three in the morning when i wrote that so like it was a lot of thoughts that was going through my head like at three in the morning so yeah that's what i mean that's that song yeah used to call each other brothers but i guess the bridge is burning for you and brought for you but shit i guess the lesson learned it was up and i was broke but shit i guess the table's turning you can't say on desert shit because all the shit i got was earned I 
shit, you eat like money, don't, but I'ma make it to my thumb. Mama, she been stressing hard. Said she worried about a song, she know I will never. Yeah, that song is touching too. Yeah, my, my, my auntie's my type, that song. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny about it? So what do you say in that song? Uh, like or not. Uh, I'm talking about like people like not like me. Like I've been through a lot, so I'm like you either like me or don't. Like I'ma still, you know, make it to where I want to be at, you know. And then I was talking about everything, like my mom in that. Like everything is getting talked about in that. The, the hook, you know, I, you know, I don't know lyric for lyric, but it's like you know. He's been left alone, forced uh-huh. to keep it on his own. Uh-huh. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, he talks about you know, either like me or you don't. And then, in the second part of the chorus, he, the part I like is he says that he's gonna make it to his throne. Uh-huh. Yeah, through all this stuff, he's gonna make it. Yeah. And so I, I, I can relate. I can relate to those lyrics, uh-huh. even as a 44 year old man. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a that is a good song. Yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So those those two on my own in, in that song are my favorite songs right now. Now see my son has a favorite tune. He likes uh Oh he told you? Yeah, Toxic Love yes. and No Intent. Yeah, yeah, he likes those. Toxic Love. Yeah. Tell me about that one. Oh, uh, that's like a love song. Yes. Like, it's a toxic love yeah. song. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the no intent is kinda like Talking about giving your heart to people who don't intend to do well with it. Yeah. Yeah, I can see why my son likes those. He's a sensitive dude, <laughs> d- despite what he acts like. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, what? I mean, you're always writing in your head, and are you just. Is it really just a process of, you know scraping the funds together to drop the next song yeah i remember when i had that dinner with brian and his fiance and uh-huh. i came back and told you he said the only piece of advice before you two even meet and sit down is keep dropping it keep dropping music yeah. drop music drop music drop mm-hmm. music so it's like with music like money also like it's a big part like when it comes down to it like you get like to 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 get where you want to be like especially starting like underground like you have to spend money like Money is a big process in that. We talked about this once, but talk to me about what it costs to fund one song, one track. Uh, one track. Uh, some beats be expensive, like, and then some of them like would be like, it like it's like anywhere from like fifty to like three hundred, four hundred, like for beats. And so, uh, like a regular two hundred dollar beat, plus like promotion, like a hundred dollars, like promotion plus the cover. You got to pay for your cover. Which is like forty. The the dude that I go to is like forty five dollars, and so that's like, that's yeah, close to like four hundred like on one song. And does it cost anything to put it on iTunes or anything? They just do it. For uh, no, nah, it's like a it's like a website that you use. Oh, and you pay like, like we do. Yeah, and you and you pay for it like for the whole year, and it'll it'll like have you for the whole year, and then it'll make your music on all platforms for that year. Like our, like our little pod bean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you love your mom, as mm-hmm. we all do. But when you get into it with your stepdad, and then you got to leave, how much responsibility do you take for that? How much do you say to your mom, hey, you could have let me stay? Yeah. Like, I was... Like, what, 
there must be a range of conflicting emotions there. Right? Yeah. So from the outside in, you know, I got to tell you just about me. Uh-huh. Like, there's nothing that my son's going to do or, or that he's going to do out besides something terrible that's going to make me kick him out. Yeah. Now, that's not me judging your mother. I'm just telling uh-huh. you what I think. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. You're saying, like, what I would do. Right, yeah. And through your mind, like, in your mind, what are you thinking at that time? I was, uh... I was mad at both of them. Like, I was mad at my mom for, like, allowing that to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, but I got over it. Like, I couldn't be mad forever. Right, so. but you, you've you had those discussions with her, obviously. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's good. What I, I always say, uh, and you'll learn this as you get older, uh, adults should be able to have conversations. Uh-huh. And in those conversations, you may have to say some things that that other person's not going to like. Uh-huh. And you got to eat what they say too yeah because obviously when you have a conflict you're part of it as well but it's good that you're you you were able to get that out uh-huh. because it's important all right and you got it's important for you mentally emotionally and able to move forward too because mm-hmm. if you don't talk about those things then you're not going to have that relationship with your mom you have today all right you know what i mean yeah so you're gonna Graduate. You're gonna work, and you're gonna keep releasing music. Yeah. And on a personal note, like, what? Where do you want to see yourself go? I mean, do you want to be a parent? Do you want to try to help a kid the way people have helped you out? Do you want like, what do you want it? What's your mark? Uh, like, what? What do you mean, like? Whatever. I mean, do you want to get married? Do you want? Uh, yeah. Like, I wanna. Uh, I wanna have like two boys, but that's like. When I'm older, like I wanna, <laughs> like I wanna, I, I wanna blow up, right? And then, like when I'm out of that spotlight, then like settle down, like you know. So tell me what blow up means to you. And we talked about. Well, no, I mean we did. We talked tell about me, this. what does blow up mean? Well, we talked about this with David a little bit. Like what is oh, his yeah. definition? Like what? Because we kind of thought he had, and yeah. he doesn't think he's there yet. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So tell me what. Uh, blow up to me is like, at least like. A million like at least like if i want to say like i blew up i would want like at least a million on instagram like, like if it's not there like i wouldn't say i blew up yet like i would just have to keep you know grinding mm-hmm. but uh yeah and like a certain amount of money like i wouldn't say like i can't be like famous but with no money and then say yeah like i blew up like i want to have all that like all that and then i'll say like okay like i'm up like you get it Fame is a funny thing, though. So I always said to myself, if I, I would never want to be too famous. Uh-huh. Like, I want to be able to go to Disney World right. and not be mobbed. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I would like to make enough money right. just to live. Uh-huh. So, like, are you in that space? Like, do you want to be famous, famous? Like, or do you want to be like, are you good? Like, I got a friend who was a rapper in the 90s, Royal Flush, went to junior high school with him. Uh-huh. And now he still tours and he makes a little money. But he's not, he could go to Disney World. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's right. like an underground rapper. All right. Maybe in Queen, in New York, he probably can't go nowhere. Everybody uh-huh. knows who he is for sure. Uh-huh. But if he goes to Texas and he's showing his family, he's fine. All right. Do you want to be that guy like Drake who can't go anywhere? Mm. Or do you want to be like, really? It, it, I, I mean, like, Really, like I would, I want money over fame. Like I, I don't want to be like, 
like I want to be like I want to have money like well, I don't want to have like more fame than more money like what does that money mean to you uh I don't know. A lot of people say like money can't buy happiness, but I it think cannot. I think it can. I think money could buy happiness. It cannot. <laughs> I mean, so I'm sorry, but I mean, what? But what does that represent to you? Does that represent security, being able to pay your bills, have um, something yeah, to like take this, care of your mom? Like, like, why do you think that? What equates to happiness for you? Um, just like being able to like live life, like like when like. Cause I remember like me sh- like struggling basically, and like I would just wish like I had money. Like if I if I had money, like this one be like happening. You feel me? So like that's why I like just want like money. That's why I say money could buy happiness. Uh, money can buy you security. Uh, in some instances, it can lessen some worries, but it can't buy happiness. Like there's, but you're still young, so I I get why. Like, uh-huh. I did not grow up with money. Uh-huh. Like my mom always gets mad. Like we weren't dirt poor, mom. I'm not saying that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing like that. But I was, we were, we had modest means, uh-huh. right? And so I went to college. And I got a degree. And I make a little bit of money. And still not, you know, I'm a middle class person. Uh-huh. I got a house though, uh-huh. two cars. I'm, you know, I'm doing well. All right. It don't buy me happiness though, because other things happen, uh-huh. right? That money has nothing to do with. All right. Right. People you love pass away. All right. You sad. I can't. You know, I'm not like Scrooge McDuck from Ducktales. I can't just get in the bathtub with dollar bills uh-huh. and, that, and that makes you feel better. Uh-huh. Like, so I get what you're saying though. Um, when you grow up without money, just having something makes you feel better. It's gonna right. make you feel better. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. If I want to book a vacation, I can go do it. Right. I, you know, how much you want? That's good. All right. But other things are going to happen. Yeah. So I'm just telling you that because I don't want you to chase that money. And when you get it, be surprised that you're not as happy as you thought you would be. Right. Yeah. I mean, but it's also like dark side of that too. Like blowing up with and getting all this money. Like it's also negative stuff that come with that. Like yeah. people around you. Like, you know, people will think you like changing or because you got to a certain level. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like, so it's, 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 it's pros and cons to that. Who, who is your audience? Um, what, like, my, your music, like, who is, who's your, who's your audience? Um, like, teenagers, like, in, in the area, like, locally, like, I'm known locally also, but it's also, like, people, like, from David's YouTube, right? Like, they would know me from his videos, so they would eventually know that I would rap, because I would rap in his videos. Mm-hmm. And so, that, that helps me also. So, I have, like, people, like, from YouTube that's not from here, also know my music because of the YouTube. So, I have fans, like, so it's, it's basically, like, teenagers, like, from all over the place. That's- but ultimately, like, you make your music for you, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, whoever can relate, just relate. Right, yeah, yeah. Whether you're 10 years old or an old man. Right. Or whether you're an urban black man or a white middle-aged woman from the Midwest. (laughs) First time for season three, ladies and gentlemen. So I can say right now that your music reaches a diverse audience. Because if we just look at my house, right? Uh I'm 44. My son is 13. Uh 
my eldest child who's like a non-binary uh, woman right uh-huh. she goes by like she and they uh-huh. she listens to the music right so she you know toxic love she, she ain't she ain't thinking about a boy uh-huh. she's thinking about <laughs> some girl she might have been in love with uh-huh. you know what I'm saying so your music is already just just you making it for you already reaches so right. many different people like I feel like like Everyone, like all types of people, like no matter your age, can relate to my music. Yeah, because I think we've all been sad. We've all, right. all had people disappoint us at times. Yeah. Right? So, you know, we've all had the attitude like, you know, I'm just going to do me and either you get with me or you can't. All right. Like that is, those those kind of themes are universal themes. Uh-huh. So. What music do you go listen to when you need something, when you need that? Oh. Uh, I like uh, I like Lil TJ. I don't know if you guys know who um, that is. I don't. But he's like number one. Like he's a big role model. Like Lil TJ and, and another one, Polo G. Like those are my favorite rappers. And like if you listen to them, you would know like, oh, this is where like you could tell like those are my role models. If you listen to their music and my music, like yeah. like they got similarities. Like I'm not like I don't sound like them. Like I'm not copying them. But I just like they're just similar. Right. My son always said you sound when we first heard your music. He said you sound like Juice World. Yeah, I get yeah, I get that sometimes too. That's, that's, yeah. what, that's what he said. I don't. I, I don't really see it. He's like a myself, little bit. He was a little bit too too melodic. Uh-huh. Like you, you yeah. are not as melodic as right. Me. Yeah, he, he almost sang. Yeah, like I, I don't. I don't see that. But like I have had like three. No, I can see say it. That. I yeah. just, I just don't agree with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like I feel like, um, yeah, Lil TJ is good, Polo G is good, um, but they all like a lot of these new rappers rap like that. Like even uh-huh. Little Baby rap like that. They, have the, no, nobody raps anymore. They have the little auto tune and they right. and they hit the they hit the melodies. Uh-huh. I had to get used to that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but so now we're gonna graduate and we're gonna have the O'Leary's executive produce <laughs> produce her rap album. <laughs> Watch out, because Joe's going to try to get you some, like, old Snoop Dogg beats. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm just coming. We'll out So, my guess is we wrap up and come to a close. What is it that you would want people to know about you? Um, the artist, the musician, like what is it that you want people to really know about you when they stumble on self-made geo on um, Spotify? That, like, basically, like, you're not in it alone. Like, when people, like, listen to my music, like, they're not in it alone. Like, it's, it's people that go through the same stuff, you know? So I make music so they can, like, feel it. So, yeah, I'm just self-made geo, like, mm-hmm, a kid that, that just make music for people to listen to and relate to so I love you I love all these kids that are self-made <laughs> I mean I like the name but uh-huh. yeah, I, I get what you're saying okay. yeah. <laughs> I know we talked about this a little bit with Jada too but uh-huh. for some reason it uh, jumps out at me less with you because you've had to do so many things you were a little more you self-made had to make, make so many things happen yeah. for yourself and I think that it you know there are people that could go through similar circumstances as you and not be this sweet 
gentle, smiling human that uh-huh. is finding a way to make uh, productive things out of hardship. Right. You know. Uh-huh. And I really am excited that you came to live with us. It, it's been whatever kind of experience it's been for you. It's been equally awesome for us to get to know you and and to I don't know connect because I don't know I mean yeah. I'm, I'm a little impressed that my son came to me with it that it mm-hmm. uh, occurred to him to right. care in that kind of way right you know mm-hmm. all right so I'm taking the mic now because why are you impressed with that he lives with you <laughs> like you and Joe have raised like to me, that does not surprise me based on how you are raising your kids. Like, that is crazy. Like, of course he's going to ask you because he knows the likelihood of his mom saying yes uh-huh. is high because he knows what type of parents he has. And that's a question for you. So, as you've been living here, has any of their family stuff rubbed off on you like have you ever said, man, like when I get a family, I might do X, Y, and Z, or I might talk to my kids like they do, or has any of that stuff rubbed off on you? Uh, like, what you, like in a good way, like or uh, <laughs> either way, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to hear if it's bad. Yeah, no, like <laughs> no, it's like, good, like, like because they're close. Like I would want to, like my family to be like this, like how they're close, and like, like because I know, like my family was like, we were, like we were close, but it wasn't like like talking like about everything like and that's what i mean like this experience has it um changed you in any way in terms of how you think about when i get married and have kids uh-huh yeah yeah it's it, it rubbed off in a good way what's what's okay what's one of the major things here at the Olear house all <laughs> our secrets too. no 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 nothing bad <laughs> one of the major things that you say to yourself when I have kids, I'm gonna do this. Um, probably like the the love like that's here, like the love part of it. I guess it's a lot of love, like yeah, a lot, a lot, yeah. Gio. So that's that's what I would want me and my kids to be like. I didn't really want any part of this to be like that. Like I'm trying to, but there's a lot of love for you here. Mm-hmm. you're part of our family and your mom's part of our family forever mm-hmm. so um I'm gonna cut this off cause I'm about to cry <laughs> surprising no one surprising no one so look it I, I we and we do I'm looking at time we do need to wrap cause I am gonna put um I'm gonna mix in a lot of your music and I really hope listeners you will go find self made geo on spotify that s is a dollar sign so mm-hmm. it's self made yeah. Dollar so, sign Apple Music. Yeah. yeah. All, all platforms. All platforms. Title yeah. too? Yeah. Oh, You're a title too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anywhere you go download music and definitely if you are listening to us um, on iTunes or I guess wherever you find the show notes and I will link to his music there. And um, it's just, it's been awesome having you as a guest. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I will give you all the links to find Geo. And then if you want to find us, you can find us on Facebook at the Strongly Worded Pod group. If you go to thestronglywordedpod.com, you will find our merch store, which I forgot to tell you about last episode. We have Urban Black Man t-shirts and Strongly Worded Podcast t-shirts. I can't remember what mine says. Nutter, something that ends oh, in Nutter Butters. Yes, right. 
Um, social justice and other letters. <laughs> social justice and other letters. Uh, but go check out our merch and see if there's something that you would like to purchase and wear. Uh, I also have window clings for any fans out there that are interested in helping promote the podcast. Drop me a note, give us a comment in the group, or you can shoot us an email at the strongly worded pod at gmail.com and I will drop one in the mail to you. All right, Johnny, I think this is another good episode. Gio, thank you thank as you. always for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course, anytime. Shakes.